Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. Oh my goodness me. Look at that. We're live on Facebook, too. Okay, so we're taking comments. I left the comment box open. So if you uh, get on Facebook and you you want to comment, I, I'll try and go live with it. I don't know how that's going to work. We'll find out as we go. And, uh, yes, welcome, uh, radio listeners all around the planet. I am your living radio legend, uh, the Eggman, Ronnie James. Uh, you can uh, email me at uh, radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. And uh, yes, we're brought to you by the RWR political party. That's Republicans Without Religion. Yeah. And um, today's Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Title of the show is uh, Hillary versus Trump, the 2024 apocalypse. I think I added something else to that too, didn't I? I think I said the. Um, Re-election apocalypse? Yeah, I have to make sure and change that because I screwed it up. And uh, that's the uh, the big opening topic today. And, of course, it'll just be me acting a fool like a normal. And like I said, if you're uh, listening on Facebook, you can uh, live comment. And I will see if I can uh, get your live comment on the actual podcast here. So you'll be rebroadcast to the rest of the planet. The pressure's on, baby. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and the last uh, big decision to charge Trump with a crime, uh, this story, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that a little bit. And I'll give you my usual Eggman Ron James insight, intellectual insight. No, don't believe it for a second. And uh, Laura Ingram defends her January 6th reactions to the Trump response. I don't know if that's confusing a little bit, you know, when basically – Basically, a lot of news people were, you know, in touch with the president on January 6th, apparently. And some of the comments, even Trump Jr. And they were uh, the um, the big Capitol Hill um, hearing is going on right now. It's their last hurrah to try and destroy Donald Trump and keep him from running. And it's pretty funny. You know, you're desperate when uh, the only way you can stop a guy from beating you is to legally get him ejected out of the running. You know, it's like that's the only chance they got because they know they're going to get destroyed. All this social bullshit's not flying with anybody, and uh, they can't. Uh, you know, they just have no. There's no chance to battle. Like I said, you're listening on Facebook. Comment. I'll try and get it on the air. And and let's see. Oh, Bruce Springsteen selling out, man. Can you believe that? Bruce Springsteen of all people, Mister Cool, Mister Rock and Roll think they're all selling out i mean after uh, bob dylan sold out you know it's like these guys are selling like like springsteen selling out for 500 million bucks and then final uh, today in the final segment will be a um there was a baby discovered inside a woman's liver yeah and uh what does that all mean i'm not quite sure what that means um maybe somebody's putting it in the wrong place if you know what i mean and uh, so, yeah, let's get right to the crux of the uh, thing here. Okay. Uh, don't, don't Hillary. Here it is. 2024, given the competition, she may be the Dems' best hope. Now, right off the bat, 
I don't know. To me, it just seems like maybe that's a pretty sad thing that your best hope is crazy Hillary. Man, did you see Nancy Pelosi yesterday and Biden? Oh, my God. Biden just this is going to get so ugly, this reelection. He's all they've got him pumped up on something. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Awakening with uh, uh, Robert De Niro, where he, um, you know, everybody, you know, it's just this uh, Robin Williams plays the doctor and they're all in comas from some disease. And he brings them out with a mixture of cocaine and something else. I don't know what it is, but they all come to life and they're good. And all of a sudden they go back to sleep. That's what it seems like with him. And then now when you wake him up, you get this angry, weird-looking, smiling freak, man. It's just so creepy. And he was trying to be the old, mean, uh, political Joe. You know, knows how to get in there and run. That's one thing Joe Biden knows how to do is sling the mud. That's about it. He's a mudslinger, always has been, and uh, that's what he does. I mean, it's as simple as that. So, to me, it's almost like they get him all woke up, and they bring him out, and he's all mean and grouchy. I saw somebody say something about um, sundowner syndrome that seniors get. You know, when they start going through dementia and losing it, they get these grumpy, mean nights. You know, they're mean at night. They're, they're nasty. <laughs> the mean old man. Get off my lawn! Like my brother standing out there in the front yard. <laughs> so Hillary Clinton is the um, the most interesting prospect to consider. And this is what they're saying, okay? This is what I'm not sure where it's coming from. I take my sources from all different places, and I'll, I'll, I'll carefully parse my words, as I always do, to make sure that you're not getting hoodwinked by a bunch of liberal bullshit. The, uh, instead, the uh, 2016 Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton, uh, and uh, why would she be the one, uh, especially when now we got uh, President Biden coming in and saying, I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to take Trump behind the uh, barn, like, uh, what was his name? Podunk or uh, Pudunk or uh, who was his name? I don't know. P. Diddy. One of those guys. <laughs> going to take him behind the barn and kick his ass the old-fashioned way because I'm Joe Biden. And uh, why would he, you know, with just 22% of the voters, okay, want Biden even in there? Only 22% of voters want Biden to even seek a second term. Think about that. That's pretty damn low. And why would they? I mean, it's just a matter of time. And I think every time he goes on TV and he gets that mean, angry sundowner tone and he starts yelling at the TV, I think more and more people are getting turned off to it. I was right from the beginning. I just, I, It just looks crazy and freaky. And Hillary is their uh, only shot in 2024, they're saying. Now, think about that, man. That will be an apocalypse. That will be crazy. You're talking about... Man, just bringing it to the teeth. I, the thought of that again, and, and will Trump even get himself into that? It'll be funny at the last minute Trump pulls out, puts somebody like DeSantis in there to just steamroll Hillary. We'll be back. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. And uh, let's see here. So after a dozen years in office, one piece of unfinished business remains for Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. Why does that name sound so familiar? Cyrus Vance? That's going back to the uh, Carter administration, isn't it? Jeez. Talking about showing your age. And uh, so um, Vance, who has spent more than two years investigating the former president, has been coy about whether he'll seek Trump's indictment or leave the decision to the next district attorney. Alvin Bragg, a fellow Democrat who takes over for him. You got no shot, Trump, if these Democrats are in charge. See, that's what's weird right now. That's why Trump is probably not as boisterous and as loud and as obnoxious as a normal is because they hold all the cards. You got the president in office that is a complete shyster and a crook out to get you. All the way down the line, the Congress, you got that Adam penis head shift. Good Lord. You see him on there lying again? He's back in the picture, man. They are just not going to give up on this January 6th thing. <laughs> I think it's funny. I really do. I'm sorry, but it is. And they didn't go far enough. I'll say it again. January 6th. What a joke of an insurgence. I mean, if you're going to do something like that, do it right. Right? Oh, here they come. Cancel culture coming after me. Yay! I'll be famous. For real. Instead of a little podcast with millions of listeners. Actually, that's what we're going for. And we're, it looks like we're going to make it. Very possibly. I think we're up to about uh, 994,000, something like that. 994,000 uh, unique downloads, which means people that come back to the show. So right, let's get back to it. Come on, I get all sidetracked, and I start doing stream of consciousness radio, and I'm, next thing you know, I'm all over the place. So Cyrus Vance's kid, or grandkid, um, I really can't talk about the Trump case, he says, so I'm not going to talk about the Trump case. So why am I even here? I added that part. So basically what it is, they are still going after Trump. And they're just trying to decide, are we going to actually charge him or not? Because, you know, once you can talk a lot of shit, right? You can talk a lot of crap. You can accuse people. Uh, anything. You can come over and say, hey, you, you know, did this and you did that, you know, but when you say to them, oh, look, you know, if you, if you really think so, you know, you call the police and press charges. Okay. Because other than that, it's all a bunch of crap or actually file charges in court, you know, file charges, come at me legally and then see, because otherwise it makes no sense to even respond to anything like this. Trump and Trump will be able to help himself. They want to get this case done, though, before January 1st, because um, 
It could be uh, out of character for a prosecutor who holds few news conferences. While Vance is perhaps best known for overseeing Harvey Weinstein's landmark Me Too rape conviction. Oh, man. What? So the guy that's been going after Harvey Weinstein is going after Trump? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Man, oh, man. But it's a good thing Trump wasn't on that airplane going over to uh, preteen island, huh? Jeez. I'm not 100% sure who was on that airplane. I've stayed away from the Gislaine, whatever the hell her name was, uh, Pervert Island's uh, main uh, <laughs> recruiter case. I, You know, that's just so weird. And, and how that case is just bizarre because of how many people, important people are involved in this, how much is probably getting swept under the rug and who killed the guy, you know, who got in there, who got into prison. I mean, powerful people it takes to be able to just have the guards all kind of go to sleep at the right time. And you just kind of happen. Well, look, it looks, she looks kind of like Hillary. Look at her on the security camera there. Oh, stop it, Hillary. Stabs the guy in prison, leaves in a mustache. It looks like, uh, yeah, it was an accident. I'm not uh, running for office again, so politically it's uh, meaningless to me, uh, this guy said about uh, charging Trump, old Vance. Man, you bring a Vance name into this, and be, I don't know, just uh, that seems to go all the way back to Watergate, doesn't it? Or am I wrong? Somebody comment and let me know if I'm wrong. Or uh, email me at radioaddiction at mail.com, radioaddiction at mail.com. We are on all over the planet. Like I said, we're shooting for a million listeners, so go do a couple of extra downloads. No, it won't count. Once you download it, for the second time, it only counts you once as a unique listener. Then after that, you're just a, a listener. So that's what we're going for. One million at the end of the year, by the end of the year. And it's close, man. It's going to be a, down to the wire. And uh, so Vance is uh, going to ease off maybe. Is he going to go after Trump? And what are they exactly going to charge him for? I mean, this guy goes all the way back to like Malcolm X, the assassinations and stuff like that. I mean, this guy is is... I mean, just one name after another starts to come up. And it's really amazing to me that these guys are still alive from the uh, Watergate time, some of them. And some of the same people. At least, you know, the grandkids of these people, uh, liberally indoctrinated idiots with Trump derangement syndrome going after Trump still. And uh, they're, they're not going to stop. It's all, it, you know, it's all they got to run on is how bad Trump was. You know, I mean, here you're going to be at the end of four years of a presidency, a total disaster, and Biden's still going to be blaming Trump for everything. It's just going to be, ah, yeah, you know, we inherited this mess. <laughs> you didn't inherit a mess. You inherited an easy-peasy situation. The economy was rolling along. The pandemic was moving along fine, under control. Trump invented, helped invent, stimulated the money, got everything going for the um, shots. And guess what Trump and Kamala did? They poo-pooed it. And then they now they're all for the shots. But, they, you know, think about it, how much they were against it. Oh, if Trump had a hand in it, if Trump had anything to do with those shots, I wouldn't take one ever because Trump is a bad man. He's mean. God, take your medication, Trump derangement syndrome people. Please, this is the Eggman Radio Addiction Program. We are on all over the planet, and you are listening to me wherever the hell you are. We'll be back. Don't touch it. Hey, you-
Keep your hands off of it. You know, not that. Get your mind out of it. November 1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Now, 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 now. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Laura Ingram defends her uh, January 6th reaction, uh, but there's a big difference between her on-air and private comments. Right off the bat, I can tell you that this is coming from a liberal reporter just by the title, and uh, just listen to that. Ingram defends January 6th reaction. That's fine, but then it says, but there's a difference between her on-air and private comments. In other words... She's a liar, and it's just like you just read so much into this just by the headline. We'll go on and see just how fair this article might be about Laura Ingram. I doubt it. This week, we uh, got evidence that some of the most prominent figures who have tried to rewrite the history of the January 6th Capitol riot seem to know precisely what it was in real time. Right off the bat, the rewriting of history uh, derogatory statement that they were trying to use to say that the uh, Republicans are trying to rewrite history and that it didn't happen the way that the Dems are saying that it happened. And it didn't because most of the people that were involved in that riot are still locked up and not one single person from any of the BLM riots is locked up. So just kind of weigh that out, Trump derangement syndrome assholes. And uh, how bad is it? Well, Fox News host, including Laura Ingram, along with none other than Donald Trump Jr., pleaded with White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to get then-President Donald Trump to more forcefully call off his supporters, which Trump clearly resisted. Now, is it really the president's... I mean, what, what could the president have really done? And, and was Donald Trump sitting back and enjoying it? Good. <laughs> they got Nancy. They're chasing her around the desk. And, you know, I so I just don't know where they go with this. You know, it's like, I mean, Trump did not have, you know, he didn't say anything to instigate an actual attack on them. And, it's a pretty deep conspiracy to be able to think that Donald Trump and his people organized it to where there were no, not enough Capitol Police or National Guard in place. When we know clearly that 
Capitol Police come under the um, Nancy Pelosi's purview. It's automatic. It's just how it works. That's who's in charge of the Capitol Police. And um, you take that position, the Speaker of the House, that's what you get, is you're in charge of Capitol Police. So then it makes you go to even bigger conspiracy. Are they all in it together? (laughs) Nancy and Trump. Little pre-phone call. Look, we're going to make you look good. I'll look good. We'll cancel all the votes. You get to stay there. I'll come back. You'll get rid of Melania. Yeah, no, shut up. Damn dog. So that's kind of where that goes. You know, I mean, so you really think about it. These capital attacks and, uh, and what they're trying to make it out to be. It's very, very intriguing. And then how some of these news media people and, in a, you know, and, you know, they're taking little bits and pieces out of context, which is what the Democrats did in all of the um, hearings against Trump. Anytime they tried to impeach him, it was in, in the Steele dossier and all this stuff is just totally bogus. And it's all being proven out now to be bogus. And I think the more that they seem to prove it out. You know, that Donald Trump is actually right in all these things, especially with immigration and Afghanistan and just one thing after another, as it looks like he's proven right just from the mere fact of history, the eyes of the Trump derangement syndrome people tend to roll deeper and deeper into the backs of their heads until they're like folded back on. They're not there no more. Eyeballs are down in your feet. I mean, it's it's you can't take it. You can't stand it. And you just keep doubling down and quadrupling down and doubling down. And then you hear have Joe Biden coming out there yesterday and Nancy Pelosi looking like the Joker from Batman. What is wrong with her lips? What is that? And, and Joe Biden not able to even put together three extemporaneous signals or sentences about how he's going to run and run strong and he's going to beat those Republicans. It's just political rhetoric. I mean, you're down in the dumps. Your numbers are in the shitter. And here you are with Nancy Pelosi looking like the freaking Joker. God. And he says, she said, Joe Biden is perfect. He's perfect. I mean, are we a little over the top? Are we desperate? That's all you got. And, and you don't have that even because that does not look good. The optics of that, what I saw on TV yesterday, I know I'm getting a little off topic here with the uh, Laura Ingram thing, but who cares? Laura Ingram can take care of herself. She's a tough one. Trust me. I work with her in the radio business for a long time. And she's not somebody you got to worry about being bowled over or canceled. And that's the only ones that are, are surviving. You got to be big, man. You got to have your, your your sponsorship solidified because that's the first thing these woke cancel culture assholes do is they come after your money, your sponsorships. Oh man, if you support that, we're not going to buy your products and we're going to put it out there, everybody, that uh, you're not acting woke and you're not saying what we want you to say. So yeah, they go after you. One, they, they went after. Rush Limbaugh. He was really the first one. It was just so big, you couldn't touch him. Huge network of followers. And uh, here I am. <laughs> Wonder how easy they can cancel my ass. That's okay. I'm waiting for it. Please, come and get me, cancel culture. Take me away. 
because I'll be, uh, you'll finally get me to the Joe Rogan status and I won't ever have to work again. I'll get my hundred million and I'll be done. You never hear from me. I'll say kiss my ass. Never hear another political word from me because I only do this for fun. The Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taka dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, Better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. (laughs) Cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. I'm trying to step over this because I don't want to uh, get uh, flagged by Facebook for their... um, Violation or something. From some reason, they picked up on this song. So we'll see. Maybe by me stepping on it, that it uh, (laughs) distracts Facebook in their little box to go out and get this shit, right? I don't know. We'll find out. Bruce Springsteen sells out his music catalog for 500 million bucks, man. They thought it was over when. uh, What's his name sold out? Uh, The one they can't sing. Oh, Springsteen can't sing very well either. Well, it's, you know, it's not a matter of singing quality, you know, with Springsteen. It's, it's energy. I, I don't know what it is. I never really totally got into Springsteen. It's all right. It's good. You know, it's not my cup of tea. And, uh, you know, these guys are selling out big time, man. Big time selling out. And you know what? What side do you fall on that? You know, you're going to fall on the side that goes, oh, man, how dare him sell out. I love that music. Uh, we t- we took showers together with that music. You know, it's like, just shut up. The guy wants to sell his music collection for 500 mil and be done. Why not? It's his music. Somebody's willing to give him 500 mil, man. It's at age 70, 72, 73, whatever the hell he is now. Oh, man, I would do it. I'll sell you my show for a buck 50. Here you go. Okay, so Springsteen sells out. Not that big a story, really. I mean, well, it actually is, but to me, not really. This is the biggest story. The baby discovered inside a woman's liver (laughs) in a rare uh, ectopic pregnancy. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sure my medical friends will be calling. Hey, shut up. You know what you're talking about. He wrote online, I thought I'd seen it all. 33-year-old woman comes in with a 14-day history of menstrual bleeding and 49 days since her last menstrual period. And then what they find is the uh, liver. They find a baby in her liver. And he says, we see these sometimes in the abdomen, but never in the liver. Uh, This is the first for me. And the doctor uh, has pictures and all kinds of stuff out there, but baby in a liver. Now, uh, is it alive or is it dead? Can't live in there, right? There's no... uh, helpful or reproductive tubes or anything tied to it. I mean, you never know. The first baby born from a liver, and it has a tendency to want to drink. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know. I'm not very funny, am I? All right. All right. Relax, y'all. Well, hey, listen, uh, have a great time. Get me up to that million listener mark. Okay, just keep posting the shows. Keep sharing it everywhere. And uh, the email, radioaddiction at mail.com, radioaddiction at mail.com. And remember, it's better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. And then the victory is all yours. Eggman over and out. See you next show. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.